Broadcasting from the Cradle of Liberty in Philadelphia. All the way to the rhythm and blues of Beale Street in Memphis. To high atop the Wasatch Mountains in Utah. This is where politically correct perception meets common sense. This is the Joe Carey Show. Hey, welcome to the Joe Carey Show. Thank you for uh, tuning in. And uh, wow, there are a lot to cover today. I want to go over... Uh, there's just a lot. I mean, a, a ton of information. We have one hour. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it all in there. I want to start with uh, Joe Biden, and it's not just Joe Biden. It's any politician. We're seeing it here in Utah too with uh, Spencer Cox. When these politicians appoint their new cabinet, right? When they go out and say, "Okay, you know, here's my big announcement. This is who's going to be the Treasury Secretary or, you know, uh, Agriculture Secretary," they're always the same people. Like he's appointing John Kerry to be climate czar, whatever that means. What it means is, you know, hide your wallet because that that's code for, you know, we're going to bankrupt you. Think This is John Kerry. This guy's been in government his whole life. He's been in politics. He's the freshest face we have. He has the best ideas for climate change than anyone else in the country. His OMB nominee, all these people that Biden is appointing, they're all retreads. They've been in and out of not government, just government offices. It's not like they go into the private sector. Ah, They just do another gig in the government, maybe a government think tank, and then they come back into government. That's by design. The reason politicians have to do that is because it's not about finding the best person. It's about finding the person that will have your back. Because you saw what happened to Donald Trump, right? Donald Trump didn't spend his life ascending through the, you know, echelons of various uh, political parties or the political system. So when he arrived at the White House, he didn't have a trusted pool of people in government. He had to take the recommendations of people like Paul Ryan. Remember Paul Ryan? Told Trump, don't worry, we're going to get rid of Obamacare. Don't worry, we're going to get you the money for the wall. Just set him up for failure. And it's because Trump didn't go through the political system. He didn't have time to vet various people for various positions. So his people came from outside of government. Right? And we saw the animosity that caused with lifers. People who have spent their time in government are like, well, wait, why am I answering to so-and-so? He didn't put in his 30 years. And just the the chaos that the system creates. So Biden and Cox, they go to the tried and true, right? They're going to go to politicians and bureaucrats that have served forever. And that's not to say there aren't good people. They're great men and women in those positions. But there's some who, who don't deserve to be there. And they just wait for the right person to get elected so they get the rewards of their faithful service. So Biden's going to put people in positions where he knows he's not going to get stabbed in the back. Is that the best person? That should, should that be the person that gets the job? No. But politics isn't about dreams. It's not about you know the biggest vision. It's about what can I do to make sure that I get reelected? And typically that means don't rock the boat. Just do enough. To get that 50% plus one so I can win re-election. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for the system. But 
that's what you see. Again, not just at the presidential level, but every level. The other thing uh, that I wanted just to talk briefly on is um, it is a lot easier to be a, a progressive liberal than a conservative. Right? I mean, when Biden uh, uh, started calling himself president elect and the media started calling him the president elect, it was less than 24 hours before you had celebrities and people in the media coming out saying, well, you know what? We've got to avoid this. We've got to start punishing these Trump supporters. Well, think about that. 74 million people voted for Trump, and they're talking about penalizing and punishing Trump supporters. And what that means is they want to make it difficult for you to get a job, and they want to make it difficult for you to hold your job. They want to shame you. They want to punish you. For what? It's rare that anyone fully supports any particular candidate, right? There's going to be issues that you disagree on. There's going to be points that you disagree on. Trump's greatest crime was that he shoved the Democrats' nose in their own filth. That's his greatest crime. That's the unforgivable sin that Donald Trump committed, that he held them and he mocked them and he mocked their policies and that the Democrats and the liberals in that party were exposed for, for believing in things that the vast majority of Americans don't believe in. That's the unforgivable sin that Donald Trump committed. It's not justices to the Supreme Court. It's that he relished in it. That he showed that he wasn't going to kowtow, that he showed that he wasn't going to be brought. Assaults, the cries of racism and misogyny. He also gave people hope. That's an unforgivable crime. Right? Because you've got to convince people that, hey, you're on your way out. You're losing this fight. That ship has sailed. You don't have a chance. And Trump really took a step back and said, wait a second. America is still the greatest country. America is an exceptional country. We're not going to let you tear down statues. And they despise Trump for giving people hope. Hope in something other than the political system, right? Because politicians will say, look, you want hope? Vote for me. You want a way out? Vote for me. What Trump said is, you're the way out. You're the boss. You control where we go as a country. Democrats didn't like that. They don't want that. So while Trump supporters are being targeted, James Comey was offered a job uh, as a, uh, a teaching job at Columbia University. Don't lecture me. Don't tell me it's easier to be conservative. They're being targeted. Meanwhile, James Comey, who was fired from his job, is offered a teaching position at Columbia University? You know, the progressives of Antifa, they burn down buildings. They terrorize individuals. They occupy a major city for six weeks. What happened to all those individuals? Were there any charges brought? Were there any crimes that are being followed up on? Contrast that to the man he owns his own, I think it was a gym in New York. 
And he decides after the governor ordered this last set of lockdowns, we've got to do something. We're losing our livelihoods. They're destroying our families. And he invites different business owners over to his gym, his property, and they hold a meeting. And the meetings to discuss, you know, what's what can we do? How do we mobilize? How do we organize against this oppressive government? They arrest him. So wait, if you protest in the street and you burn someone else's building down, if you riot in the streets and you destroy someone else's property, you get a buy. But if you hold a meeting for a political purpose to organize and protest and change what you view as oppressive uh, laws, or in this case, I guess, regulations or directives from the governor, you get arrested? And the liberals, the progressives, the ACLU, they remain eerily quiet. While that assault on free speech, the right of assembly, is under assault. But people are are being fed up. I mean, in in L.A., you had a a board of supervisor who came out and said, look, anybody not wearing a mask when they're out in public should be arrested because why? It's an act of domestic terrorism. It gets worse. Because after saying it's an act of domestic terrorism, the same person, the mayor, said they should be treated like one. One what? Like a terrorist. Well, it might not be a bad thing. If they treat you like an Antifa terrorist, that's not such a bad deal. If they treat you like a Timothy McVeigh terrorist... You're listening to The Joe Carey Show. When we come back, uh, we're going to have a Paralee Obley on with us. A lot more to talk about. I want to talk about this mayor in California equating people not wearing masks to being domestic terrorists. We'll be back right after this break. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to VantagePointSoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. 
If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code HALFOFF. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code HALFOFF. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show right here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. Thank you for tuning in. You know, uh, I've got to tell you, I came across this story. There is a bar in England, and it's actually going to uh, – it's applied to be a church, a tequila-based church. Why? Because churches are allowed to stay open. I might have to look at that church. I might have to look – is tequila where they have the worms at the bottom of the glass? I don't know about that. Now, if they had a, a church for scotch drinkers, if I were to drink, I think it would be scotch. But after four years of Biden, I might just be able to drink anything. Who knows? I, won't, I won't be as a discerning. Hey, our next guest, Paralee Obley, she is the uh, CEO of Obley Oil. It is a, uh, it's a family business that has survived for over 60 years, and you've got to be doing something right uh, when you can stay in business that long. They are a... Uh, uh, a company that focuses on uh, mineral rights and land rights. If you have land and you feel that there might be uh, gas or oil uh, on that property, give them a call. Go to obelyoil.com and talk to Paralee. She'll tell you what uh, opportunities might be there and how she can help. So, Paralee, thank you for joining us. Yes, my pleasure. Hey, Paralee, I wanted to uh, talk to you a little bit about, have you had the opportunity to see what's been going on with all the uh, ballots? Uh, they're holding hearings in Michigan, uh, Georgia, Arizona, and the testimony is, it's just incredibly eye-opening and very sad. Have you been able to watch that? So I have. It is completely amazing, and I'm just, I'm amazed that we're living in days like these. 
I mean, how long, Perley, do you think that, do you think this has always been going on and we're just learning about it now? Or do you think this is a 2020 type of uh, circumstance? I think it's always been going on, but it's like a, a big snowball rolling down a huge mountain with snow on it. It gains momentum and gets really big, and, that, and that's where we're here in 2020. I agree with you 100%. If we don't punish uh, people who are breaking the rules, we just encourage it. We encourage it implicitly because what we're saying is, well, it doesn't matter enough for us to punish it. And then it just gains its own momentum and its own mass. <laughs> yes, Joe. I. Uh, no, go ahead. Need, go ahead. We need to be uh, in other – in if I may be so bold as to say, you know, those Americans that testified and have te- they're testifying today, too, they're risking their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. Their reputations have been ruined. They are risking everything for one thing, the truth. And there is a man that lived on this planet once that said, I am the truth, the life. His name was Jesus Christ, but uh, I, you know, and he believed in freedom and capitalism, and that's what this great country was founded on. And so I just really salute those Americans that are standing up. I pray for them, and I know that President Trump will stay our president because you know what, Joe? God doesn't change his mind. And so it's just a chaos right now, but we'll wait a few weeks, and I think he'll still be president. I've got to say, I I think there's a pathway for that to happen, but I think, wow, that is an incredible uphill climb. And, Paralee, I've got to say, your uh, optimism, your resolve, uh, and just your confidence in the fact that that uh, will be the case— I've got to say, I look at it, and I've, I've got to say, I, I, I can see it, but it would take so many things to fall into place for it to happen. Let, let me start with this, though. Right here uh, in Pennsylvania, there was uh, a big case. Two judges actually came out and ruled in that case that, hey, we think Trump's going to win. We think Trump's going to be successful in throwing out these absentee ballots. Uh, that came in. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court jumped in and, and using a very uh, archaic doctrine of latches, uh, basically came out and said, well, you know, the plaintiff should have acted sooner. And, and because they didn't, uh, they don't have the uh, they've lost the right to sue. I don't know if that's how the U.S. Supreme Court is going to look at it when they take it. But in every state, Michigan, Arizona, uh, Georgia, Pennsylvania, there are cases that really could go one way or the other. And, you know, Biden loses just two states, and all of a sudden, this is before the House of Representatives for them to decide. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I I just, uh, I pray for our country. I pray that we stand up, because if we wait another six months and try to stand up then, we will not be able to. And President Trump, it, this is way bigger than Trump. It's for freedom. It's for our country. You know. 
Perley, let me ask you this. It seems like um, with just all the uh, negligence at worst, overt criminal activity uh, at, at its uh, – well, at its worst, and negligence at its best, why, why do politicians seem to show such disregard for uh, the laws that they want everyone else to live under? I mean it would seem like – it would seem like you want a transparent system – like you you and your family have been in business for a very long time. Yeah. And you tell me all the time, Joe, 99% of the work I do, it's done on a handshake. Like we make the deal. Yes, you've got to have the paperwork. But that deal, it's made when you look someone in the eye and say, this is my reputation. This is the reputation of, of my company. And I want to do business with you. Yes. And it seems like our political class doesn't doesn't abide by that same philosophy. No, they don't. And they're not held accountable. You know, those Americans signed sworn under oath affidavits. Those bureaucrats do none of that. Um, they are so milquetoast and wussy, those legislative legislatures. There's a couple good guys in there speaking, but it is, I mean, at the end, after Giuliani speaks, that other young lady lawyer actually teaches them the Constitution and how to do their job and tells them that the balance of our freedom hangs with them and they must act, you know, and they're not used to doing anything except collecting their paychecks from us. Well, Paralee, let me ask you this. What would your advice be to this audience? So you've been watching the hearings. You see what's going on. I think it's an uphill climb. You have the last minute left. What would your counsel be? What would your call to action be for the audience? Stay happy. Be joyful. This too shall pass. And everything's going to be all right. <laughs> That's what I have to say. You couldn't ask for a better, a better send out. Paralee, thank you very much. My pleasure. Have a good day. That was a Perley Obley. She is the uh, CEO of Obley Oil. And I've got to tell you, she is someone who is grounded and keeps the right perspective. And, and she's 100% right. The world is not going to end um, uh, if Joe Biden uh, becomes president, just as it didn't end when Donald Trump became president. Our problems won't go away. Some may be compounded. But you've got to keep that perspective. Hey, when we come back, talking about perspective, I, I would love to talk to the owner of this bar. It is the tequila bar. Here it is, the 400 Rabbits Tequila and Mezcal Cocktail Bar in Nottingham, England. When we come back, I'm going to share that story with you. It's about ingenuity. And it's about the desire to survive. We'll have that story right after this break on The Joe Carey Show.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. This may be the most important speech I've ever made. President Trump. I want to provide an update on our ongoing efforts to expose the tremendous voter fraud and irregularities which took place during the ridiculously long November 3rd elections. From the White House Diplomatic Room, the president called the 2020 election a coordinated assault and siege. During his 46-minute speech Wednesday, this colossal expansion of mail-in voting opened floodgates to massive voter fraud. Back in the summer, the president warned Americans this would happen. Six people in Haines, Alaska are missing Wednesday after heavy rains and flooding caused a mudslide. A local resident says dozens of homes on the hillside are uninhabitable because of the incident. Haines is about 92 miles north of Juneau. The U.S. Coast Guard, the Alaska National Guard, and Alaska State Troopers are assisting in the search and rescue operations. USA Radio News. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation, Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation, Commission License Number DC83. Service may adversely affect an individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. Numerous U.S. states led by New York is investigating Facebook for possible antitrust violations and plan to file a lawsuit against the social media giant next week. The complaint would be the second major lawsuit filed against a big tech company this year. The Justice Department, you might remember, uh, sued Alphabet Inc. from Google in October. Commissioners at the Federal Trade Commission met on Wednesday and could file a related complaint with an administrative law judge or district court. More than 40 states plan to sign on to the suit, one of four sources said without naming the states. A disintegrating meteor likely triggered a thundering boom in upstate New York late Wednesday afternoon. Robert Lunsford with the American Meteor Society said a meteor blew up over Syracuse, New York, creating the big boom and impressive light show. By 5 p.m. Wednesday, the meteor organization had recorded 90 reports of fireball seen in Maryland, Michigan, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. However, clouds shrouded the fireball from view in much of the area. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show right here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. Thank you for tuning in. I want to talk about uh, this tequila bar in England, and and it shows just how desperate uh, people have become because, you know, um, that type of frustration leads to – Ingenuity, right? People say, "How do we? How do we survive? What can we do?" And you have politicians who are now their default reaction is just close it down, just shut it. And why? Because the policies they had in place for the last eight months have failed. I mean, can we say that? Can we agree on that? Because I think all of us came from a state where the governor at one point in time said, "Hey, two weeks to crush the curve." No, I take it back. South Dakota didn't do that. Is it Christine Naomi? She didn't, she didn't go down that line. They didn't close down their state. 
But I think almost everyone else jumped on board and said, you know what? Let's just crush the curve. We can do it. Just for two weeks. Close your doors for two weeks. Do it for your neighbors. Do it for your grandmother. And people did. We wanted to do it. Because that was based on what we were being told. That was the right thing to do. Close business and save the medical system? My gosh, let's do it. But now we're being told that the entire medical system of the United States is on the brink of collapse because of this surge in COVID cases. Well, we bought you time, right? The shutdowns, the lockdowns, all designed to buy government time. What did government do with the time that was bought for them? And it was paid for with an expensive price. I mean, it was people's livelihoods, people's lives, their mental health, their physical health. It was a pretty high tab to pay. What did government do with the time that was purchased for them? Did they bolster their ICUs? Did they buy more equipment? Are they better prepared for the surge that's, that's, that's here? They don't want to talk about that. What they want to talk about is, well, why aren't you wearing a mask? Isn't it amazing? There were three things we were told that we could really do that would, that would crush the curve, right? If you just do these three things, you're going to crush the curve. Remember what they were? You got to wash your hands. There were even videos that were put out. Well, this is how you wash your hands, and you should wash them for at least 20 seconds, and then this is what you do. The second thing was you got a social distance. The last one, the last directive we got from government was the mask. The first one was you got to wash your hands. The next one, socially distanced. Third one, wear a mask. What's the only thing we're focused on now? It's the mask. I just boarded two flights from Philly to, uh, to Utah. You think there was social? This is American Airlines. Their new policy is they actually have other customers sitting on your lap for half the flight. There is no social distancing on American Airlines. There's no middle empty seat. wow, you better wear that mask. And like I said, I don't have an issue with it. If there's a company, if there's a private company, somebody wants me to wear a mask, I'm, I'm happy to wear it. But how did we get to the point where we are stressing hand? We, we, do we even talk about hand washing anymore? Do we even talk about washing your hands? That was number one when this virus came out. The number one thing you could do Number two, socially distance. And I don't think we talk about social distancing because government knows. It means you've got to shut down what? If you really want to take people at, to, to force this socially distancing, you've got to close down public transportation. Right? You've got to close down the subway system in New York. You've got to close down the buses in Philadelphia. There's no social distancing. It's indoors. It's confined. The windows are up. And you're packing people inside. Remember when the, the virus hit New York City really hard? You didn't see any pictures of the subways, but you know they were packed full of people? This is at, this is at peak pandemic for New York City in the summer. 
and the subways were packed. And do you know what decision the, the political leadership made? Instead of providing more cars and more uh, an increased uh, frequency in the schedule for pickup and drop off, they cut back. Why? Because the ridership wasn't there. So just like the airlines, there's only a fraction of the people are flying, but the planes are still packed full of people. Why? Because the airlines are trying to save money. For the, for, I, I've flown almost my whole life for work. I've never received a call like the one I did from American Airlines. It was about a week before my flight. My phone rings, and I don't recognize the number. It keeps calling me back. So eventually I answer, and they're like, hey, this is American Airlines. And I'm thinking, oh, this can't. This has got to be a scam, right? American Airlines. Wait. They're like, yeah, you have a flight. It's this day, this time. This is the, 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 the record locator. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's all right. They're like, we need to move your flight. I've never had a call like that. I'm like, oh, okay. So instead of leaving like at uh, 7.30 in the morning, they moved my flight to 5 a.m. in the morning. I was like, wow, okay, that, that's fine. I didn't ask why. I assumed it was because people are canceling, they're not flying, and they want to consolidate the passengers. So they moved my flight. I don't know if I was being nice or just a dummy, but I didn't ask for anything. I didn't say, oh, you're making me get up two hours early. Uh, give me, you know, half an airline for it. I didn't ask for anything. I just said, okay, that's fine. So I get to the airport. I, 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 I'm looking at the gate, and I'm thinking this plane is going to be packed, right? Because they canceled my 730 flight. So now you have, you know, two flights on the one flight. Can I tell you that that plane was still about half full? That's it. It was only about half full. But if you look at what's happening in the public transportation uh, sector in terms of subways and buses, they're packed full of people. They jam them in there. Well, you can't really talk about the benefits of social distancing when you're governor or mayor of a city where people can't socially distance. Have you ever walked into an elevator in New York? It's packed. Have you ever walked into a McDonald's in New York? It's packed. So government focuses in on the hand washing, right? There's got to be something we can do. And so they make it all about the masks. It's got to be about the masks. It's the one thing they target. Why? It's something visible. It's something where they can create an enemy, something to remove the spotlight from their own failures. The mask, right? The great opportunity that neighbor against neighbor great opportunity that, you know, let them duke it out. So instead of focusing on where the real failure is, we talk about, are people wearing masks? What are the studies on the masks? We talked about this, I think, last week. The institutions that the government has the most control over, right? Your prison system, you control who comes in, who leaves, you control when they shower, where they go, everything is regulated. Do you know where the biggest outbreaks have been? Prisons and universities. 
early on it was the nursing homes. Why? Because the government directive, send the sick back to the homes. So the institutions that the government micromanages in the pandemic have the worst track record with dealing with the pandemic. But they're going to show up and tell you, this is what you need to do with your business to keep people safe. This is what you're going to need to do in your private home to keep your family safe. You couldn't keep the prisoner safe. You can't keep the students safe. You can't keep the elderly in nursing home safe. But you're going to tell me how to keep grandma safe over Christmas? What am I missing? But politicians always have to appear in motion. Even if they're not accomplishing anything, they have to appear that, wow, look what we're doing. Yeah, we're really going to crack down. It would be embarrassing if it's just not so, if the stakes weren't so high. But because of the ineptitude that we're seeing at, at the political level, people are dying. It's sad. Hey, when we come back, uh, a miracle of miracles, CNN breaks the news on something that Trump claims a year ago. We'll have that story and more right after this break on The Joe Carey Show on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. 
With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turn to the good folks at Little Cloud. They help me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show right here on the uh, Fed by Ravens Media Network. Um, our next guest, Jim Sano, uh, I call him a political prognosticator of sorts. He certainly has his uh, fingers on the pulse of what's happening in America. So let's go right to Jim. Jim, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure, Joe. So, Jim, a lot has happened since we last talked. I guess the big thing happening right now is the uh, – uh, the election disputes that are taking place in uh, Michigan, Arizona, Wisconsin, Georgia, Pennsylvania. I know that you've been uh, following those developments. And I have to tell you, it is absolutely scary uh, what's been happening. I don't think you can watch any of those hearings without coming to the conclusion that we've got problems with the way we conduct elections in the United States. Well, I agree with that, and the problems are self-inflicted, and it happens while people are sleeping. Even the vote spikes happen when people are sleeping. As I always say on your on your ear, you have to be awake at all times on every subject matter. But I'd like to say two things, if I may, to your audience. Number one, I'd like everybody to Google, and it's a shame i got to tell you to Google, because I don't believe in the Google, I don't believe in the Facebook, I don't believe in all of that jazz from a standpoint of computers being able to uh, oversee everything that goes on, so I don't use any of that stuff. But I do occasionally hit the Google button. And uh, Phil Klein is a former United States prosecutor that's involved in getting to the root of the problems with regard to the voting systems. And one of the folks uh, also that's doing a great job with uh, Giuliani is Colonel Waldron, who's a military computer specialist, security specialist from the military. And uh, I'm hopeful that the clock doesn't run out because there's a lot to do and a little bit of time to get it done. Those two folks, I'd like to see everybody uh, look them up and listen to some of the things that they're talking about because the uh, media and the electronic medias are doing everything in their power to keep that away from the public. And one other thing I'd like to let out as well, which I think is now uh, in the public eye to some degree. I don't think it's been out there and fully exposed, but I want to bring it to everybody's attention. It looks very, very good that we may have honed in on the fact that China, the sovereign, the country of China, may very well have a controlling interest in the company called the Minion Voting Systems. I want everybody to know that as well. It's a situation where at this particular point in time, not many people realize how many, uh, I guess, angles we're being hit by. 
The only guy that can keep stability is in the White House currently. The only guy that works 30 hours a day is in the White House currently. And the only guy that's being per persecuted by the entire world is the guy in the White House today. And Trump has got to be supported, in my opinion, because he's an American force for the American system. You know, Jim, I have to say, you brought up China, so let me let me take that where you left it, which is you've had some major uh, media organizations. You had the Daily Mail over in England and even CNN. They both ran stories this past week saying, hey, uh, it's what Trump's been saying uh, since the virus hit the United States, which was, look, chi the China government knew, the Chinese government knew about this. They knew it was happening, but they didn't say anything. Uh, they falsified results in the data, and now you have the, these big media companies coming out, and they're kind of echoing that narrative, right? I guess they didn't want to give Trump credit when he came out and, and, and made that declaration. But now they're coming out, and they're saying, yeah, you know, China may have covered up the severity of what was happening, uh, something most Americans, I think, already knew. Do you think it matters at this point? One thing we have to fear here is the fact that we are not, as Americans, in the mode of self-preservation yet, and we should be. You know my thoughts on that, Joe, from a standpoint of self-preservation. All holes uh, hard go out the window. Everything goes. And we're not there yet. So we're running on a limited timeline. The Amerifobes are banking on that. They're hoping that we can just kind of go through the courts and take it lollied on. When it comes, it comes. And in six months from now, after they cement a stolen election in their minds, which I haven't obviously supported in any shape or form, as you know, they can say, well, you know, that was after the thought, after thought, after the fact. And as I said to you once upon a time, I think it was two weeks ago when we were on air, that the folks in Minnesota did this with the Franken election. The man lost the election the night before, and the day after won the election by a vote count. That was similar to what took place today. That was the infancy of Dominion, if you will, and the way that this, conducted, this election was conducted. And that is what grew into the monster we have today. No one stepped on the cockroach while it was one. Today we have a million cockroaches. Got a hell of a time trying to step on all of them. Jim, let me ask you this. Um, I think – is there a pathway for Trump to, to win this election? Absolutely, on paper. I think it's uh, extremely difficult. It's going to be uphill, uh, and it's going to be a tenacious fight every uh, for every inch, for every toehold and handhold. What's your thinking? What As you followed this story, where do you think we go with this process? Where does it end up? As you say, it's going to be a very tough fight, and it's an uphill climb, and there's no doubt about that. People have to remember, all he's fighting for is the win that he legally, if allowed to play out, he can prove. So what's happening, it's not that Joe Blow voted for Joe Biden instead of Trump. Joe Blow voted for, for John, Donald Trump. The problem is the machinery switched the vote to Joe Biden or the vote didn't count at all because someone did something at the counting and not to count that particular vote. That's the reality of what's going on. When he talks about stealing an election, he's absolutely 110% correct. It's not that he didn't win with the votes that came in. It's the votes were actually detoured from getting into the results. Now, if you look into 
uh, Colonel Waldron's assessment. We need a forensic audit of everything going on with Dominion and all of these Democratic cities that had spikes and the fraudulent uh, voting took place. A forensic audit has the capability of checking the ballots to make sure they're actual, as you know from, again, previous conversations we've had. Some of those ballots were printed in China. That's got to be found out and exposed. They can determine if the ink on the ballot is the same ink on 2,500 ballots, for the sake of example. Same ink. You know, that can be disqualified immediately as being some individual marking those particular ballots. And maybe it's 25,000. The forensic audit can also determine whether or not the ballot has been photocopied. There are so many things that we can do, and I'm not thrilled with the FBI because it should have been done now. And my recommendation is very simple. We've got to put U.S. Uh, uh, folks into the, uh, into the U.S. Marshals, into the counting stations in Georgia. And we've got to load them up good time, big time because these folks have to be there to monitor what's going on for this next election for the Senate. But getting back to the forensics of what we've got now, the solution, again, is simple. You have to put a stay on everything that's going on, let the courts play out, including if it goes up to the Supreme Court, let the investigations play out. I think it's to our advantage to just stop everything as far as an inauguration until we get these matters resolved. That's the true answer. It's not a difficult thing to do in the sense of following through and getting it done difficult with regard to the bureaucracy, I understand. But at some point, that's the solution. Stop where we are, assess where we are, get the true results. If, in fact, we lose, so be it. If, in fact, we win, so be it. That's how it should be handled. Jim, I appreciate uh, We have about one minute left. Let me ask you this, and it's, it's off the political uh, narrative. It's the end of the year. People start getting ready for their New Year's resolutions. They start uh, looking at their lives and saying, you know, I need to do this differently. In about a minute, Jim, how do people come back to center? We've had COVID. We've had uh, this election crisis. What's your advice to bringing people back to center? Not politically, but in themselves. In every respect, Joe, you have to have a barometer. That barometer has to be true to yourself, whatever that barometer may be. And you have to win a couple of the fights that you take place in, not because you're the toughest guy in the road, but because you're the guy that believes in what you're fighting for. You have to win, whether it's getting over the covert and you're in the hospital, you have to win, you have to survive. Whether it's your business is down because of covert, using that as the example, you have to stay there and work 35 hours a day, eight days a week, you have to win. Whether your child is sick or whether your child is trying to get into college and there's a particular situation going on with your family, you have to win. When you win, you build the systems within yourself to be much stronger. That strength is what you need to go into the new year. And you have to defeat everything and anything that's not truly in line with truth. That's the answer. Jim, couldn't think of a better way to end the show. Thank you, and we will have you on next week. You're listening to The Joe Carey Show right here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network, fedbyravensmedia.com. Stay tuned. Brian Hyde up next. We'll be back tomorrow, 12 noon Mountain Standard Time.